Hello guys, and welcome to this Tulsa edition of the Low Key Podcast. This episode is sponsored by Justin's. Justin's creates a nut butter that's naturally delicious with flavors like maple, honey, vanilla, and my personal favorite, chocolate. And if you have a sweet tooth, go and try their peanut butter cups, which come in white chocolate and dark chocolate. So without further ado, CTX Coffee, a mobile coffee truck. It's nice, it's easy, it's low-key. Let's get started. guys and welcome to the low key podcast i'm here with jacob jacob um with ctx coffee mobile truck yeah um how you doing man doing well doing well thanks for coming out yeah it's it's pretty hot outside um actually it's disgustingly hot outside so it's a perfect time to like drink one of your cold brews yeah which i'm sipping on right now um so your cold brew, you source it from Fairfellow? Yeah, we get all our beans um, from Fairfellow. And so um, they're El Salvador blends, they're Costa Rican blends. And so uh, today we have a yellow honey. So that's the one we started brewing yesterday. Usually brew, brew for like, usually 18 to 24 hours, uh, depending on the bean. Uh, Cause uh, I like to brew some of a little bit longer um, to get more of those you know flavors to come out. And so. Cold brewing is just so much of a different process. It's you know still learning kind of you know what processes to use in it and you know kind of fine tune it. And so cool. You you guys are a um, you guys are a newer like newer mobile truck. You opened a couple weeks ago. Yeah, we, right. Yeah, we've been open um, about a month now. And so um, yeah, it's a kind of a new concept for for me especially. But there's not a whole lot of people around doing it. So yeah, I mean like. I mean, there, there's one other truck that I can think of that's in Tulsa, but um, they're kind of, they're more sporadic um, and only do like big events sometimes. But um, what, what made you want to be, be in coffee and do a coffee mobile truck? So yeah, I, am, I was working um, down south in the smaller community, Bixby, um, south of Tulsa here um, at a banking job. and. Um, started realizing that you know there's you know not everybody can head downtown or head to you know these really awesome coffee shops and so it kind of got me thinking to open a shop and uh, kind of looking into it I was kind of wanting to start a little bit smaller kind of you know get my my feel for for the the industry and and what I wanted to do with a shop before I actually opened one and so I felt like a mobile shop um, was kind of new and um, a different idea to kind of bring coffee to to those smaller communities that maybe can't support a full blown uh, you know full blown brick and mortar establishment and so um, yeah it's kind of just to bring coffee to to places where um, you know a lot of people don't get it good good quality coffee that's awesome I have a question your 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 name is called CTX yes. What uh, what made you name it that? Yeah, so um, originally I'm from West Texas, um, a small town, Coleman, Texas. Um, and uh, when I was like 14 or 15, I started two different businesses um, there. Um, 
one like a little landscaping company and then lawn care or whatever and another one was a bread and butter jalapeno mm. canning business and so um trying to figure out a name when i was coming up with with this idea um i was like well might as well go back to the roots you know how i got started into starting a businesses and and kind of just ran from there and went on from there and so and it's a small community it's like four thousand people and so Originally, I was talking with somebody there to look at moving down there and open up a roastery and a coffee shop, but just the amount of people around there and in the town really couldn't support it. Yeah. So that's kind of where, and you know, that kind of started developing the idea of the mobile coffee shop and like, oh, I can still go there for a big event. So actually, that's what we're working on right now. I'm trying to get all my license and permits in place to actually go back down there to Coleman, Texas, and uh, either do like a cuffing or. Or something to you know show them and kind of enlighten them on what a good coffee is and so yeah that'd be cool yeah yeah because it's, it's, it's Coleman uh, like a really small town yeah right? there's like there's four thousand people and like two stoplights and you know yeah <laughs> yeah yeah it's a ranching community so. yeah yeah Texas makes every time I, I I think of Texas I think of Friday Night Lights have oh. you ever seen that show yeah, yeah absolutely and that's exactly what what this is I mean football is like everybody's life everybody builds up to it yeah so coffee's probably not as big of a deal no you know Folgers <laughs> is like you know the best of the best and so, yeah 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 exactly that's funny um since starting this have you has there been any like challenges your way or what what, what do you think like some difficulties and challenges have been for you or biggest <laughs> struggles oh goodness I mean there's been so many just just first and foremost the machinery that we have it wasn't designed to be mobile it wasn't designed to move wasn't designed to be shifted um and so um already broke the espresso machine once oh god <laughs> so i already got that fixed yeah um and just you know that was a big thing just figuring out you know how to how to do all this in such a confined area you know most people have shops and storage and everything and so everything has to be done very fresh you can't store stuff for very long periods and so mm -hmm. um cold brew we're gonna make the night before usually um or put it in growlers or something like that and and then you know that's been the biggest challenge and another big challenge is just finding you know where to park and and where to set up and where people you know we can reach the most people and so it's a learning curve but uh, thankfully like the community's been real real open to help us and and supporting us and so that's been great yeah that's really cool yeah speaking of like the community and stuff how do you how do you see the Tulsa community compared to the Coleman Texas community oh. or like just being in, in mobile, I mean, because there's so many mobile things, yeah. like food trucks mm -hmm. and whatnot, or, or different things that I've seen. How, how is it, like, the relationship, the mobile community? Oh, man, the relationship within, like, the, the food truck industry is awesome. Um, it's super competitive, number one. But um, there's so much just eagerness to help new people out. And yeah. so, um, and with being a coffee, you know, there's not that many coffee trucks around. So everybody's very eager. We're not competitors to anybody. So it's been really nice. As a community, the Tulsa area has been so open and, and eager to to come out and try it. Um, and I think Tulsa's like views truck like food trucks as legitimate number one. You know, they yeah. think, oh, you know, they don't worry about cleanliness and all that. You know, everything's pretty much legit. And so that's been, you know, everybody's been so open just to come try and they're like, oh, food truck, and they'll come over just because it's a food truck and then find out what it is. And so, yeah. so that's been great. That's been great. Yeah, so, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I, I've heard a lot of people um, get really excited about this or talk to me about like, oh, this is so cool, like a coffee truck and stuff like that. Um, 
and they, they post it and I see you guys around and stuff like that. So I've, I actually, we met, I believe like one or two weeks ago, or no, this week. Oh yeah. Yeah, this week I saw you at the, the movie night or yeah, something the, like that. Yeah, at Guthrie Green. Green. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was, yeah. that was a fun night. Those are always fun to go to. So. Yeah. That's really cool that, um, seeing that, like there's, it's becoming a culture of that with food trucks and stuff like that. Yeah. That's, it's really cool. And, and just Tulsa's starting to build like a community in the sense of like coming out and bringing people together and so for us number one that's awesome but it's for the people themselves as you know it's great to see that and so um so like that's that's I love being part of those public gatherings and where you know there's something like a movie or some kind of pre-event or whatever and so those are the most enjoyable and so people are most you know just kind of just enjoying themselves and chilling and so yeah, yeah. what what do you personally love about coffee Man, where to start? So, like, for me, um, I really didn't get into coffee. First of all, I love the atmosphere of coffee shops. So I've hung around coffee shops for years now um, just because I love talking to people and getting to know new people and all that. Um, but a couple of years ago, um, I started really getting into, like, good coffee. Yeah. And then um, Andy and them over at Fairfellow, when they opened, um, they did a cupping and and did that it really started to kind of change my view of what good coffee is and you know they started um you know really showing the flavor profiles and really bringing in great coffees and so um, that kind of sparked a desire to to really kind of delve deeper into it and so as i i travel and, and do photography and hike and whatever i always try to make sure to find um, the local coffee shop and so whether it's uh, nashville or chattanooga or uh, you know, Texas or, you know, wherever in Colorado or wherever, I try to stop and make sure to try a coffee and, and, um, in doing that, you get to try taste like different regions. And so you, you start noticing, um, you know, different people in different regions, like different flavors, like Kansas city, like what they like is totally different than what Tulsa likes or what yeah. Nashville likes. And so that's been fun. That's been a huge part of it and, and increasing my desire to, to pursue, um, you know, quality coffee. So, and then going, I went to Costa Rica um, a couple months ago um, while I was in the process of getting this and, and uh, got to visit a couple of farms and, and see the whole processing pro yeah. you know, part of it. And um, that even, you know, boosted my desire to, you know, you know pursue coffee even more. So, um, yeah, it's been fun. It's been fun. Yeah. So, you said you went to some farms. Yeah. Yeah. Um, kind of tell us a little bit about your experience with the farms and like well what did I um, what did you kind of like see out of it or what were you were you looking for anything in there you know I was just really trying to learn it was just kind of a learning experience and, and gather video and photography but in that I got to meet so many cool people and so um, one thing I, I loved about Costa Rica um, was just how kind the people were number one but their attention to detail when it comes to their coffee and their coffee plants, you know, they baby each plant, you know. Yeah. Uh, um, you know, they, they keep down their species down to like one, they only grow one species. They only um, allow it to grow for so many years. And then, you know, just making sure that they, they process stuff in a healthy and, and um, fair trade way, you know. Yeah. You know, they pay their workers they really well. And they, you know, um, while even the bigger farms that we visited, um, that supply, you know, like Starbucks and McDonald's, you know, these huge companies still will make sure to do small batches for, for you know, small roasters here in the States. And so, totally. so they, they, that was, you know, just kind of eye opener, just how much they, they even care. Even, you know, 
the people who make the coffee for you know the huge companies and stuff like that still like have a heart to like to to produce something you know that's that's high quality and that's um, you know something special to them and so that that, that was really cool. That was really cool. Yeah, I imagine that experience would be like just such a breathtaking like experience just to see the process and stuff. Oh yeah, it was in yeah. the, the vastness of the farms and how how much land that you know just filled with coffee beans and so yeah it was it was amazing <laughs> yeah and getting all the smells and I, I just I I would love to one day eventually like visit a farm yeah unfortunately I, the only thing I, I, I missed out on um, it was they weren't ripe yet so everything was still green so they weren't in the oh, full process and stuff okay. so which was nice because it got to go talk to the farmers and you know the owners and stuff and they kind of like guided us themselves and so they weren't bogged down by the whole, you know, uh, picking process and stuff. But, yeah. But yeah, that was the only thing I missed out on. So. <laughs> yeah. Did you speak Spanish to them at all? Or? Oh, not I'm just kidding. Yeah. Not very much. Not very much. <laughs> Google Translate helped me a lot. Mm -hmm. So I feel like I've been using Duolingo. Like I know, I know, I should speak Spanish because uh -huh. I'm Mexican, but I I don't speak a lick of it. Like, oh really? really? <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, Duolingo is a good help. Oh, it would have been a huge help down there. I feel like <laughs> I would have had a lot more less mishaps yeah so. um what I, I kind of feel like i have an idea of this but what 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 shop like or roaster kind of inspired you to be in coffee well going back to when you know that that first cupping i went to um it was fairfellow and i started as i traveled i started comparing um other people's coffee to fairfellow and, and what they roast um and so when i thought about doing this you know first people that popped into mind was was Fairfell. I'm gonna go talk to Fairfell and see if I can carry their coffee. And as soon as I did that they jumped on the idea and um, through it they felt this you know pick out machinery and and, and it's just been a huge help in this whole process. And yeah. so come alongside and help train me as uh, a barista and and um, just just been a huge help. I, I can't praise them enough and so and their coffee is just superb and so and they're always innovating. So that's what's cool, you know. There's never, they never get stuck on one thing. They're always looking for that next, next yeah. bean or that next process. And so, yeah, that's cool. In, you, in your opinion, why do you why do you think so? Like coffee has become this big trend, um, especially third wave specialty coffee. Um, why do you think it's such a huge thing right now? Man, I think I think part of it is um, I was talking to somebody the other day about about how you know our my generation our generation is is going back to to trying to find those quality things and instead of just um, you know supporting these huge companies trying to you know find those you know mom and pop shops trying to do stuff and in that yeah. you know going back to quality and, and tradition and and um, supporting local and I think you know that comes back to socality and I think for especially Tulsa area we you know I think that's something we pride ourselves in is socality and community and and in that, I think coffee is a huge part of the community. And so, just like I was saying earlier, the, you know, I love hanging out because of the vibes at the coffee shops here. And, and you, you go in, and it's just, you know, a great place to, to relax and and enjoy one another. And in that, you know, you start realizing what good coffee is. And mm -hmm. and so it's just kind of developed into into community itself. So, so would you would you say um, would you say your first experience was with Fairfellow? The, co the coffee, yes, like craft coffee. Yeah, yeah. They uh, one of one of the blends they had 
um, was a very like high high dollar coffee and so um, and going through you know you don't they don't have tags and price tags on anything and I like I picked it out immediately I was like whatever that coffee is that's that's like the best one he's yeah. like yeah you know this is such and such and so um, yeah very much so Fairfield really kind of opened my eyes to to what good coffee was and what you know high quality coffee was that's awesome yeah so when so when people come to this mobile truck what do you want them to experience or what what do you want like what do you want them to see or experience in coffee oh, man I want them to experience you know first of all get away from you know the mindset of I had one person come up and I gave them a latte and it didn't have that real harsh acidic flavor that yeah. burnt flavor and they were like this is this isn't what I wanted and I was like well I had to explain to them like you know yeah. that you know what you're used to that burnt flavor is actually you know wrong you know you, you know some people do like that and whatever it's, you know <laughs> it's it's up to you you know you do you but um, you know I wanted to experience you know what what a good coffee tastes like and so yeah and uh, without having to to maybe you know go to that you know downtown or the out of the way place for them and so um, that's the biggest thing Thing, just experience coffee and enjoy themselves and, mm-hmm. and get back to their lives yeah I and I, I think your your market right now because being in Tulsa it's like it's so wide open like because there's not many which is really cool but I'm, I'm excited for this so oh, we'll I'm, I'm, I'm super excited it's, it's been a little rough in the summer yeah like opening up a coffee shop in a mobile coffee shop in the summer yeah so people standing outside waiting so it's been a little bit different. So like that's been a big challenge is trying to find those like cold drinks to to, to pass out to people. And so um, yeah, cool. Is there any is there any like motivation that you have to keep going like that that makes you keep going for this? And... Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, my original idea was to open up a actual coffee shop. So the motivation is to eventually hopefully open like a brick and mortar shop. Um, as well as keep this, but you know, it, it's the desire is to actually start building my own community and following, and and people, you know, drive out of the way to say, oh, there's, you know, CTX is down the road. We're gonna go stop and, you know, visit with Jacob or whoever's working, and, and yeah. you know, grab a coffee or grab a bag of, of beans or whatever. And so that's that's still a goal. I mean, that was that's been so awesome. The response of people. I had uh, several people message me on Instagram the other day, yesterday. We weren't parked anywhere. Like, hey, where are you at? You want to come visit? And so. As I start doing that, that, you know, it creates a whole different level of fun for me. And so um, I enjoy this so much. And so that that alone, just the joy of doing it. Yeah. So. And um, you you choosing Tulsa, what made you choose Tulsa out of any other state or city? Yeah, so over the last few years, like, I started really um, trying to be part of Tulsa, try to, like, get out more and, and, and be part of, like, different events and whatever. And in that, um, the city started becoming smaller, you know, and um, we started beca- I started to know more people, and, and I started to realize, you know, the hidden gems of Tulsa. Tulsa is just such an awesome place. I enjoy yeah. it so much, what they have to offer um, for the residents, for um, and the music and the food and all that, and it's growing, and, and people are appreciating that more. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, and, you know, and I think Tulsa has a love for coffee. So that's, you know, I thought this was probably one of the better markets that I could have set up at. And so, um, like, Dallas is just now, I think, awakening to the, you know, the coffee movement. And, you know, Austin's been there. Um, 
but uh, Tulsa's been there for a while, you know, so it's, it's, I think it's a great market for, for quality coffee and then anything food trucks, so. Yeah. Is there, is there any, like, is there any specific coffee drink that you love more than, more than anything else, or is there any brew methods that you love personally more than, more well, than others? Well, I mean, it, whenever I walk into a coffee shop, the first thing, like, I'll, I'll get is a latte, usually. Yeah. Because, um, you can tell where they're at when they, when they make a latte. So, um, granted, you might pull a shot of espresso, and espresso might taste great, but it might not be great for a latte. And so, um, you kind of start seeing attention to detail when somebody pours a latte yeah. or a cappuccino or something like that. Um, and then after that, it's just, you know, regular drip coffee, too, because it sounds really plain and simple, but, you know, you tell a lot about just plain drip coffee or, or pour over. And so, um, because more likely that's the bean they're using. But, yeah. you know, and so uh, probably I'm pretty plain. I don't like anything sweet or, you know, yeah. I'm pretty, I like the organic coffee. So, <laughs> so it's not the best question, but yeah. Yeah. Is, uh, do you, have you messed around with like different like pour over methods or anything like that? Or Yeah, I'm messing around exploring pour overs. We're starting slow and basic, um, kind of okay. see what we can facilitate in this small of a space, you know, my counters are only, you know, two feet by... Yeah, it's pretty compact. Yeah, it's pretty compact. So, <laughs> and the espresso machine's a pretty big espresso machine. So, I have to kind of be careful what I bring in here. And, and uh, glassware is kind of hard to deal with. Yeah. And so, um, but, you know, we've been using, playing around with pour-overs. Um, I'd like to get a siphon eventually dude that'd be cool. um, yeah those are fun They're, those are just like fun to look at i know at. Like, I like i could just stare at it all day <laughs> um but uh you know i'm kind of probably waiting to do that till fall just yeah. because they're all hot drinks and even mm -hmm. though we have air conditioner in here you know only can do so much you can fight all the heat coming off of all the machines so yeah so yeah kind of yeah. kind of easing into the whole whole different processes and stuff so yeah this this summer season is usually more so people want like cold brews or ice drinks yeah, and stuff like exactly. that. Exactly. So and then drinking a hot cappuccino outside, it's not yeah the best thing, especially for humidity. Oh no, goodness. <laughs> no, no, it's it's been so humid too, so <laughs> Yeah, is there what was what was the favorite coffee ugh, what is your favorite coffee that you've ever tried? Like Oh man. Um Fairfellow probably. Fairfellow's Black Honey is probably one of my favorite. Um, that's from El Salvador, from Annie Ruth. Um, another great one I had was from, um, I cannot, I, I've kicked myself for not writing down what it was, um, but it was in Nashville at a um, barista parlor. parlor. Oh. And um, they do really great coffee. Yeah. Uh, really great marketing too. Um, and a great shop and open air. And I, I loved it. The atmosphere, the coffee, everything, um, but could not remember what their what their what that roast was or that blend, and so. Um, but whatever it was, it was really really good, and it was one of the better coffees I've ever had too. So nice, that's awesome. So where do you see kind of the coffee scene in Tulsa going? I think we're going to start seeing. Um, I think we're seeing a lot more people roasting. So you know, we have the traditional just the shops where they you know outsource their coffee and they get it from wherever um but i think you're starting to see more and more people do small batch roasting yeah and i think that's probably where um 
it's moving and it has been moving for a while. And so um, I'm hoping that we start seeing more and more shops move down outside the downtown area, which I'm hoping. Um, I've had two or three people today come up and say, oh, I wish I had a coffee shop, you know, down in, in South Tulsa. And I was like, you know, I wish, wish you could come down there. And so, and that's where I'm, you know, mainly trying to go down to. And so, um, I, I, you know, I hope, I hope we start seeing more shops and, and more roasters pop up. Yeah. Is there, is there, is there anything, like, I know you just kind of started and mm -hmm. stuff, but is there any misconceptions for you being in the mobile industry? And like being in coffee, is there any misconceptions that you've seen that people think of? Oh goodness, um, that you can think of misconceptions. Yeah, being being like yeah, in the mobile kind of. Well, for us, not many people think we have a full espresso bar in here, so that's a big like surprise for most people. They walk yeah. up and go, oh whoa, you have the whole you know whole thing, and so that's like that's kind of a minor misconception. Um, I've heard a couple said people say, oh you have a food truck, and, and kind of skeptically looking at us which has very few people yeah. um i think they're you know there's still like a misnomer of what food trucks are you know these you know yeah and so i think people are still easing into that but you know for the most part you know i haven't met with too many misconceptions everybody's been super open um and so the challenges that haven't been you know not very many external challenges you yeah know, a lot of just you know figuring out how processes work and how you know things go down so yeah, is there anything like misconceptions from your side of things being oh, um, um, being like in coffee and being in, in the food truck that that you've? you've I seen? thought you know originally going into this, I thought it'd be a lot easier, you know, yeah. in a sense of like I could park you know anywhere, I could go here, or there, and whatever. And I started to find out there's the, the you know the rules and regulations are so ambiguous. Yeah that it's hard to determine what we can and can't do. And so that's been our biggest, one of the biggest challenges is finding, you know, where I originally wanted to park um, was like South Tulsa, Bixby, and come to find out they don't like food trucks, period. Really? And so they, you can only get into special events and it has to be city approved. So you have to go through the city planner. Oh. Yeah, so it's really hard. Now we've made it down there for like five events, which has been awesome. Some of the best days we've had in the sales. I'm surprised so by like, that. Yeah, yeah it's crazy because Bixby, you know, and, and they're still, you know, a lot of Tulsa people, and so they're they're yeah. really open to the idea of food trucks. But you know, people sitting on the councils are um, pretty hard nosed about it. And so the misconception yeah. that we steal business from existing businesses, which you know is, is totally untrue. And you know, yeah. lots of times where you know whatever the food truck is, or you know, have different menus, and we have very you know different unique items that you can't find anywhere else and so um that's probably the biggest misconception and my misconception too just because i thought i there wouldn't be one you know yeah. and so um as coffee goes um you know it's been an eye-opener as i start you know working with espresso and stuff and and realizing you know the attention to detail and, and mm. whether it's the you know you know the consistency in the tamp or or adjusting the grinder every single day, or you know, if you change coffees, changing the grinder, or you know, the fineness of the amount, and you're just making sure you know all the weights are good and, and the time, and it's just you know, it's a whole process. And, yeah. and as I learn, it's 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 even more eye-opening to to how intricate the coffee world is, and how you know, so many new processes are coming out and, and different uh, machines and stuff and so it's it's been fun it's been so much fun to, to see that and grow grow while i'm growing and doing this so yeah yeah it is it is interesting like to see like all these different processes come out because like i was just at 
Anchorhead Coffee. Yeah. And they're in Seattle, and they they had this machine that basically did the pour overs for them, and like was was cleaning the filters and like making the coffee. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I yeah. wanted to get those, and they were so expensive. It was just. Yeah, I bet they are. They're so expensive. <laughs> I, you know, it's like future. That's a kind of a future goal to move to that because you know, in, in the, you know, some of those machines you can control the water temperature, so you can start you know, depending on the coffee and the grind, you can change the temperature of water by just one or two degrees and start bringing out different notes yeah. by doing that. And so it, it's you know, it's becoming more and more science. Mm -hmm. And so, um, and that's where I want to see this business go is more you know um fine-tuning it and, and, and even though it's kind of hard in here um you know as i as i grow and as i learn um you know i really want to fine-tune that skill of, of bringing out the most notes i can in a coffee and so yeah what i'm kind of interested what when you started first learning about coffee what was the thing that like you were like wow um this this like goes into coffee and and um, it's really interesting. Well, first of all, I started all this not having ever pulled a shot. So I yeah. bought an espresso machine, never having pulled a shot of espresso. So I mean, this whole process has been so new to me. So you know, I pulled my first shot just a couple months ago. So um, I'm still learning so much. But I think one of the biggest thing was just you know, freshness of beans and freshness of, of a grind, how much that makes a difference. And, yeah. you know, um, first thing we do, first thing I do is when I have everything running and the thing, I, I go and, and adjust the grinder because, um, you know, it changes the humidity and, and everything. And, and that could change the flavor of espresso so much. It, it's insane. Mm -hmm. And I didn't realize naively, like, how much that did. And so, um, you know, I'll sit there for a good while as getting it right and, making sure it tastes good and tastes good for a latte or cappuccino or whatever and so um, that was an eye-opener that was a huge eye-opener yeah that's cool what is your um what is your favorite drink here or no not yours personally yeah. what do you think what are, what are some of your items that you yeah. have on probably our most popular so i'm trying to come out with a new like drink especially ice drink right now at least every week and so that's been fun kind of experimenting um our most popular one which i started out is our espresso cream soda Okay. so um, that's a shot of espresso, um, club soda, um, cream top milk, and vanilla. Okay. And so it's kind of like super light and refreshing, but you still have that espresso flavor. Nice. And so everybody loves it. Everybody loves it. It's a great summer drink. Um, I enjoy it. That's one of my favorite drinks too. And so yeah, um, lattes can only go so far. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> what what would you give like advice wise? What advice would you give to somebody that wants to? get into this kind of business or like small business oh goodness um small business especially um it's just have your ducks in a row when it comes to getting ready to start so um as you're starting uh, number one don't be scared to do it yeah just, you, know, get, you know for this you know i just was like i'm gonna do it and you know i just jumped into it um you have to give 100 percent to get going if you really want to do it you gotta you gotta want it um which is huge um, in the coffee industry, um, f find the roaster you want. And so whether you know whether you're unless you're a roaster yourself, but you know that's where everything that's your foundation is your is, is the bean. And so yeah. um, that's where I started. Uh, that was the first order of business that I started was it was finding a roaster. And, you know and that was Fairfellow. And in that, you know, I got so much more help. 
because they have been in the you know coffee industry for so long and then um, and then mobile I would say um, it's cutthroat so be prepared to be competitive <laughs> and be prepared to, to badger people and so um, and get out there and don't be scared to talk to people and, and learn so that's been uh, that's been huge yeah what do you love about this city man that's that's a that's a big question that's, <laughs> that's so deep no uh, <laughs> coffee means to me yeah, I, just, I love coffee just because there's a story behind where it comes from, as well as how it's processed, as well as how it's roasted, as well as how it gets to, to different shops. And so um, the whole process is just so interesting to me. Um, and, and when you see a good coffee, um, you know that there's been good people behind it usually. You know, there's, there's so much attention to detail, and, and it's just, you know, I think it, it you see what what quality and time and hard work you know gets in coffee and, and, and there's not many products out there that you, you should see that you know uh, or very few that you can see like it takes a whole it, you know it's not just it's not just the roasting it's not just the you know the farming and the processing it, it's the whole and it's not even you know it's not even the roast I mean go further it's, it's the, how you process it it's how you you know adjust the grinder it's how you you know do a pour over how you you know let it bloom it is, it's, it's a whole you know, gamut of, of what um, quality is, and I think that's why yeah. I enjoy it so much. And, and there's so much diversity in it, and so many different flavors, and and it's just I I think that's probably the main main reason I love it is just the quality and, and um, the diversity. So. And then, what do you love about the city? The scene? No, oh. the city. Oh, the city. Yeah. Um, about your city, well, Mine. your city is Tulsa. Yeah. But what do you love about it? Yeah, probably. I mean, go back to just community. It's just um, whether it's the music scene, whether it's the coffee scene, um, everybody's willing to give the new guy a chance and willing to. They're uh, so excited to see something new and and uh, everybody's open to try something. And so I think that's been probably one of the most one of the more fun things to do. And and then. Um, it supports creativity, and so um, in, in coffee, that's a huge thing too. Is you know, you can get stuck in a trench of you know, day in day out processes, but um, Tulsa loves seeing new things and, and supporting that that new creative artist yeah. or whatever. So that is really cool about Tulsa. I I've seen well that that's one thing that I I started to fall in love with, and that's why I started my podcast is because like there's stuff like this, and it showed me that instead of because um, I came from Vegas looking at all these corporations and stuff and learning about like the local was yeah. really cool and that's what made me start this because well, yeah, like, you're uh, one of the reasons I love Tulsa I mean <laughs> there's only places where you get asked to do podcasts very often so yeah. um, so I think that's so awesome yeah so that's one of the huge things about Tulsa I love and I've fallen in love since moving here and so yeah that's really cool um, how could people find you or see where you're going like Tell us some of your social mediums. Yeah, um, we're on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Those are our big ones. Um, all CTX Coffee. Um, you can follow and like. Um, we do a giveaway every Monday on our Instagram. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. yeah we I'm give away all kinds out, of fun yeah. stuff. So uh, we've given, we've done two of them so far. Giving away some uh, coffee, giving away some T-shirts and merch, and so. Nice. Um, 
yeah, I have some more merch coming out. Maybe some coffee mugs and, and some hats and cool. all kinds of fun stuff. And so I'm going to be giving those away. And then working up to a really big giveaway this fall nice. uh, in the works. So yeah. be watching. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I'm glad to have you on the Low Key Podcast. Thanks for um, taking some time out of your busy schedule and letting us on your mobile trucks. So. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. It's been, it's, it's hot, but uh, yeah. I, it's been fun. I've enjoyed it. Thank yeah, you so much. We're not dying outside. So we're yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> it's a little bit cooler in here than it is out there. So, yeah. 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 All right. We'll see you guys later. Cool. Thanks. Hey guys. Thanks again for listening to the low key podcast. Want to thank Jacob with CTX Coffee for being on the Low Key Podcast. Guys, if you're ever in Tulsa and you see him, you see CTX around, go get a cold one and drink some cold brew from him. Or get a latte or anything coffee related. You won't regret it. Guys, if you listen to the podcast and subscribe to us, then go write a review, give us five stars, it helps us out. Also, if you listen to us and don't subscribe to us, subscribe to us on iTunes. Also, go follow us on Instagram, go like us on Facebook, and then go check out our website. We have vlogs, and we're still in the process of trying to sell t-shirts, but they'll, they'll get there eventually. So guys, that's it in low-key land. Keep it nice. Keep it easy. Keep it low-key. Thanks for listening.